Welcome back, everybody, to the 12th episode of Wave the Wheat. My name is Jackson Reed, and we've got a lot of crazy stuff going on right now with University of Kansas Athletics as a whole, so be sure to check us out at kansan.com slash sports. I just wanted to drop that before we get this started. And today we got a very special episode. We got my main man, one of the very few kids from New England that I know, but Boston native, Massachusetts native, Gus Balo. How are we doing, man? How are we doing? I'm doing well, Jackson. Thank you for uh, having me on the this podcast. I've uh, really enjoyed listening to the ones that we've already had. And uh, you were talking it just before. It's a really good list. So I'm uh, excited to be here, excited to be uh, on the pod, and definitely looking forward to getting this going. So, wh- so I mean, you're from Marblehead, Massachusetts, right? Yeah. So how long is that from, from Kansas? It's got to be at least. Yeah, 21-hour drive if it's nonstop. Um, and, but if you do it over a period of time, you get about a couple of days. So it, it's a, it's a long drive and it's a long, long ways from home, but it, you know, it really, when you get used to it, it's actually not too bad. I, I, what I've learned through going through that and, and being so far away from home is yeah, the 21 hours. Yeah, it's a lot, but if something always happens, I mean, you know, I'm only playing right away if something were to come up or, you know, my family's always around to talk and all that kind of stuff. So it's not too, too bad. I, I always really enjoy uh, I, I really like it out here, obviously. I really like it out in Kansas. But, you know, I mean, yeah, being far away from home, I mean, 21 hours is 21 hours. It's a long way. So what, what, what was it about Kansas that made you, that sold you on Kansas? Or, like, what was, were there any other colleges in your college decision that were closer to home, or did you always want to go far away? Yeah, you know, I was really kind of looking, when I was going through the college process, I was looking at, okay, what do, what do I want to do in terms of, my career and what I wanted to build on. And I was doing a lot of that in high school in terms of broadcasting and announcing and all those, and all those sorts of things. And then, you know, going through that time uh, taught me, okay, what college is going to make the most sense. And for a while, actually, my dream school was, was Syracuse. Uh, that was a, mm-hmm. that was for a long time my dream school. And my brother actually goes there now. Uh, my twin brother, I should say, he goes to Syracuse. You're a twin? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a twin. Uh, he is uh, Identical? Fraternal. Fraternal okay, twin, okay, at, fraternal okay. twin at Syracuse. Uh, but he's there and he loves it. My parents both went there. And it was, it just kind of seemed like I was going to fall in, in their footsteps and, and go to Syracuse. But then after, you know, coming out here, uh, someone and I someone was talking to someone about it. And they said, you know, you should check out Kansas's program. And I was like, okay. And I came out here and I immediately fell in love with the place. And I just think it clicked. Uh, and, that, and I think from there, I, I applied early, got in. And, and then from there, just kind of worked out and I enrolled and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because I think being out here and getting to experience a different lifestyle is a really good thing. Uh, It's hard to be away from home and it's hard to be away from people that you really care about and your family. But at the same time, you know, getting to experience a different part of the country, getting that independence, I think is really important. It's, I just, I really enjoy it. So I love it out here. And I think it was a no brainer for me once I really decided what I want to do for my career and that's why I'm here. So where does it so what you know explain what you do here at Kansas. You do a lot of stuff, but what is like like explain what, what you do. Yeah, I do a lot. So, you know, over the past year I came in, I think, you know, at a really interesting time in, you know, society with the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. COVID nineteen. Uh, it mm-hmm. was very very weird, I think, at first. I wasn't really sure what to what I was gonna expect. I, I don't think anyone had any idea what was gonna happen, but I was talking with 
Uh, Cal Butcher, obviously, Professor Butcher, shout out to him. Uh, yeah. he, he's really helped me out a lot mm-hmm. in, uh, ever since I've been here, as he has with many, uh, many of his students. Uh, he's yeah. done a great job of helping out. He's been out. name-dropped many, many times in this podcast. Yes. And, he, and he deserves it. He deserves, he deserves it. it. Cal, Cal is great. I, you know, he's a great guy, and he's helped me out a lot with my aspirations. But I think, you know, ta- I talked with him in June or July of 2020 before I officially moved out here. And, uh, you know, from there, it just kind of worked out. I came... In August, and uh, first show I ever did, the first, one of the first things I ever did actually was I did Good Morning KU for a few weeks my freshman year, and that was the first show I ever did. Uh, I just kind of got thrown in there a little bit, and it was a pretty short show. It was The scripts were already done, and you, mm-hmm. I just had to read them, and that was pretty simple. And then from there, it kind of worked out from there, just kind of kept you know moving along. Things kept going, and it just really worked out. So I... I really enjoyed it, um, you know, getting to do that. And then from there, I got involved with the Kansans. Sam Lance, who was the editor at the time, reached Lance. out to him. Yeah, he was the editor at the time, actually reached out to him. And Emerson Peavy, they were the two editors, and I talked mm-hmm. to them and then got out as a correspondent. And from there, I did cross-country, covered their meets. I actually was able to do the Big 12 Championship uh, last year when they hosted it. Um, but it was it, it kind of just worked out, and then things just kept evolving over time, and then now I do, uh, in terms of now, uh, I write for the Lawrence Journal World. I'm a high school sports writer. Uh, so right, right now, our biggest assignments is high school basketball. I was covering some high school football uh, last month and the months prior um, mm-hmm. about free state football. Uh, and that was a lot of fun, obviously. And then from there, kind of um, doing uh, broadcasting KJHK. So I... I don't want to ramble too much on here, but I do. I do quite a bit. Uh, I'm pretty busy, as I think anyone who knows me can attest. Uh, I'm a pretty busy guy, but in the end, I'm really excited to be able to kind of have a variety of interests, and I think it's a really good thing. Playmakers too. Yes. I forgot about playmakers. But yeah, we do that. Um, did you do women's swimming? Did you just you for Kans for the Kansan? Um, I think I wrote one article. I didn't. Do a, I wasn't a beat writer per oh, se. Oh, yeah. When we came, well, last year was was different because everything was pushed back, um, and everything because yeah. of the, as a COVID and everything, everything was all on Zoom, and credentials <coughs> were kind of I don't want to say tough to come by, but it was it was hard. It was not easy to kind of get credentials and kind of get it figuring our way. But that was the case everywhere you went, and that was just the reality. Um, but I I believe I wrote one article for swimming and diving, or maybe it was a couple. I'm not exactly sure, but. My main assignment was actually cross country. That was my that was my thing, uh, and that was yeah, and that was kind of like my you know a big thing was doing the uh, the uh, cross country Big Twelve meet. Um, I believe that was the only meet I went to in person. The other ones I covered on covered from home. Yeah, uh, because I believe one of them was in o- Oklahoma City. The other one not Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, the other Stillwater. One, yeah, yeah, Stillwater. The other one I believe was in uh, Missouri. So. I only covered that one, but that was kind of like my first assignment was the cross country, and then from there it just kind of progressed. Yeah, you got a couple articles on here. You have Kansas Swim and Dive grabs 189 to 103 win over Omaha in first road dual meet. That's on Kansas. That's November 9th, 2020. Yeah, so that's now, not that long ago. That was like a year ago. About a year ago, yeah. So it was it was probably it was during the transition period between uh-huh. fall and winter uh, because football obviously was still in their season, and I wasn't doing football yet, so. Uh, they were still going for their season. That was really one of the only sports going on at that time because I believe soccer finished up after their shortened season, and volleyball was kind of the same way. So mm-hmm. it was, I think, kind of a it was kind of a dead period. So that was what I was doing for that time, and then 
I was able to do some women's basketball actually in December uh, once I got home after the uh, after the semester ended. So all in all, was a you know getting to do those sports too is really cool because I think it's a it's a different kind of perspective. You don't get, obviously get as much attention, but. Now, I mean, people enjoy it. People really do enjoy that stuff. and they I really, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun to cover. I think people and I think the teams enjoy it. I think any, time, any type of media coverage for those smaller sports is really good. Yeah, I agree. And so it's, it was you wrote a couple. Nathan Swaffer, who also has been on here, wrote a couple. Connor Becker, who I need to get on this podcast. I love Connor. Needs to get uh, wrote a couple, and then it's transitioning to me. So we got to find somebody to pass the baton to either next year, or next semester, <laughs> yes. before we keep uh, before we keep keep that up. So let's transition talking about what your role is with KJHK because I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if I you have a big call coming up, right? I do. Uh, I have a. I'm going to be on the call this Saturday for the KU Missouri game, so I'm looking forward to. Being on the call of Nathaniel Duncan, it should be uh, a really exciting game. I'm obviously not from Kansas, so Saturday will be the first time I've ever been in a full Allen Fieldhouse ever in my life. I've never been in a full Allen Fieldhouse because uh, during late night I was doing uh, high school coverage and the other games I was doing other stuff. and So I've actually never been inside of Allen, a full Allen Fieldhouse and what better way to do the first game than uh, a pretty big game coming up for against KU Missouri. basketball against yeah, Missouri. Ex- exactly. So it's, it should be a great call. Um, I'm looking forward to doing it with Nate Duncan. He's a great guy and great, great, guy. One, great guy to broadcast with. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm really excited about it. So for the broadcasting as a whole, where did it, where did it start for you? Because I know you did some stuff in high school. I did. So where, like, where did that start? Where did you... Where was like your 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 light bulb in the brain moment where you're like I want to do this. This so is what I want to do. I'll take you back in time here. So the first time I knew I wanted to do sports broadcasting. So I'm actually going to go back well in my childhood. I used to be want to, I want to be an astronaut until I was about eight years old. As you know, any little kid. Every out little there, kid wants to be an astronaut. Yeah, astronaut, or firefighter, or something uh-huh. like that, right? So I used to, I wanted to be uh, an astronaut, and then at eight years old, once I got older, I was there was something about you know, the NASA not sending as many uh, astronauts into space. I don't know what exactly it was for, but um, I remember being like, okay, I want to switch. So then at eight years old, I was with my dad and I wanted, I like sports, but I knew I was not good at playing sports. So from there, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Well, I broadcast sports, right? Yeah. So my dad and I watched a Monday night baseball game on ESPN when I was probably like at eight years old or something like that. And I think from there, my dad was like, this is what they do. and This is all what the broadcasters do. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. So from there, I kind of progressed. The first game I actually ever did was... I was 11 years old, I believe 11. 11? I was 11. I did public – I was a PA announcer, public address announcer for my high school girls lacrosse team. They, I did starting lineups at 11 years old. Um, and that was and – and I want to still thank them to this day because that was the first time I ever was on a microphone in front of a crowd. Um, and, again, I was 11 at the time. And then from there I progressed. That was uh, Marblehead High School girls lacrosse. Shout out to them. Um, and then, uh, and then from there, it just progressed. I uh, went to uh, St. John's Prep in high school in Danvers, Massachusetts. Go Eagles. Um, want to give them a, a special shout-out. Such a boring mascot, by the way. <laughs> but they, they went uh, – I went to St. John's Prep. Uh, shout-out to the Eagles. And they gave me the opportunity to do a lot of broadcasting. I was our, our primary public address announcer. Um, and, from the, and that was really cool because I was – uh, calling them to games uh, in front of the loudspeaker and all the fans are there. And 
that was, you know, I don't want to go too much into that, but it was a really, really cool experience. Um, one that I'm very grateful for. And, and obviously my time at St. John's is something that I'll always, always remember. And I still think about the prep a lot. Um, it's obviously a really special place. And for anyone who's listening to this back in Massachusetts, I think anyone who goes there would say the same thing. So it was really cool. Um, and then I'd like the play by play. I did, uh, uh, football play-by-play, some other sports as well. Um, and I was kind of our, our primary broadcaster guy. And then I was with a couple other friends who were doing it as well. So we were uh, going to games, home and away for football. And then uh, from there, it just kind of progressed. So it was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think it was a really awesome experience to be able to broadcast uh, for our programs. And it was really special. I think my senior year, my junior and seniors, we won the state championship in football and getting to be part of those runs was really special. Yeah. I mean, I reference it every, every now and again, but we like being a broadcaster on a state championship run is, it's not, not, not anything that I can really ever describe. It's, it's so much fun. And we never had, we didn't have fans my senior year and our girls basketball team went on to go to the state championship. They didn't win it, but they were in the tournament and mm-hmm. like being at the venue and yeah, getting to experience that with them is just like i mean it's just it's not like anything i can ever imagine so yeah I mean, no it, and i and i totally agree i mean you mm-hmm. think about all the great venues i mean we're we're very fortunate obviously we got to play in the state championship at gillette stadium home of the new england patriots back-to-back years in 2018 and 2019 and that was uh-huh. a really really cool experience for us i think for our school was awesome um and and i think from there, I was, you know, we were able to build that program, and and now it's a program that all students are getting a part of in terms of broadcasting because I think it's a really, it's, it's something that a lot of high school students want to do, um, and it's a, and now it's uh, a lot of new guys are on it, and it's great to be able to, to do that. So a lot of a lot of new students are getting involved in the broadcasting program now at the prep, and it's great that they uh, have continued to evolve that. So I, it's it's really special. Yeah. So you got to take me to your your favorite call like you're oh. very like you're very you're i mean if you could throw out maybe a couple but if you have one in particular because i know it's it's different for everybody yeah one per, like, well i think <coughs> since it's a ku podcast we can stick with ku for right now sure um and then i can i think for ku wise i would say the getting the call the first game of the lance Leipold there was pretty interesting because that was there was a lot on the line for that game and yeah they were playing south dakota but I mean, that was a close game. I was fortunate enough to be on the call for the game-winning touchdown um, with to Lawrence Arnold. I was really mm-hmm. fortunate. I got to do the play-by-play for that. Lane Gillespie, who was a great broadcaster, obviously, um, he was on the caller that time. And that was a game that I'll always that I'll always remember for sure. Anytime you get to call a last-second touchdown, it's always going to give you goosebumps anytime you think about it. Yeah, um, And then I think in terms of basketball – um, the first men's game I ever did was the Kansas State KU game last year, um, or I should say back in February 2021. Um, and be able to do that game for me just meant a lot because it was a start of a new chapter in my career. And I think it was something that I really enjoyed and something that I uh, really want to take into that experience. I believe I was on the call with Gabe Daniel, I believe. So, Gabe, I believe it was that or the Open State. I had Oklahoma him on State last game. week. Yeah. So Gabe, obviously, Gabe and I have done a few games together, and being able to do that game was a really cool experience and the start of something, I think, for for me and, and kind of what I want to do. And I think it was that game just kind of motivated me. I think in high school-wise, there's a lot of games. I've been fortunate enough to call some pretty special games and be part of some really special environments. 
Um, I would say our sectional championships in football were really fun. Mm-hmm. Those games were always a great time. Um, and our fans are great. I, I, I still remember to this day seeing our, our fans get excited about the, you know, the, the players making the state championship. And, and again, being, seeing them win the state championship. I wasn't on the call for the state championship, but just seeing them do it. And those are your friends, obviously. Like, those right. are not just players. Those are your friends that you've developed relationships with. And I still keep in contact with a lot of them today. Um, and they're still some of my closest friends. So I would say those games have been probably the most memorable to call. But anytime you get to call a game, especially after COVID and what we went through of that, anytime you get to call a game, it's, you know, taking the experience. That's what I always tell people. It's just taking that experience and right. enjoy it. So now, man, I'm trying to, like, that's a really good way to put it because when you think about it, we had sports shut down for like you know whatever five months or whatever yeah, it was and it's just wow. like for people who are sports junkies like you and i where it's just like we want sports all the time no matter what like right now i'm game casting indiana and wisconsin just to, <laughs> just to keep just to keep tabs on what's going on in the sports world yeah. i'm always doing that yeah. and for it to just stop abruptly for five months is something that you know nothing that you would expect and it's it was, you know, it's a dark time for a lot of people, but now that we're past it, you have to, you know, enjoy every opportunity you get, especially when you're in a venue that we have in our backyard, which is Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, Like, absolutely. you get to, you have to cherish, you know, being there and being in that moment. And so, my next question is, so you call a bunch of sports. Is there a sport that you haven't called yet that you want to, or you're trying Ooh. to dive into a different sport? Oh, man. Um <clears throat> trying to think that's that's a good question that's a really good question because i've i've called quite a few um i would say you know i've done football obviously in basketball on the men's and women's side um i've done baseball obviously i did the uh i was doing i've done a lot of baseball um but i would say a sport that i man i i would say honestly hockey i would think hockey is something i've, I've definitely wanted to try i think i'd have to maybe get some tips from gabe about that one because gabe obviously it. is a great broadcaster mm-hmm. for hockey and and so are you obviously you're you were on the you're now on the team though, i was but. gonna say that's uh that ship has sailed but i appreciate it yeah yeah no and it's great to always be on the call for for those i but i think hockey would be a sport that i'd always want to maybe uh dig into more and, and and get more experience because i wasn't um I don't follow hockey quite as closely maybe as some other sports, mm-hmm. um, but I like to think that I, if I knew more, not knew more about it, but if I did, uh, if I watched more games and really paid attention to it, I think it'd be really cool. Um, so I think hockey would maybe be one that I would want to dig into more for sure. I think you should try it. Get, ask Gabe. I'm sure Gabe would love <laughs> to color with you or, or you'd color Gabe or whatever, but yeah. – that would be something that I think that would be a pretty electric booth. You and Gabe for a hockey game, that would be a lot. <laughs> it of fun. would be that would that would be a lot of fun. So you know, I think hockey would, would be a really cool one. For sure. So I mean, this is a question that I personally never know how to answer, but I'm gonna gauge your your interest here. So what's uh what's what's the end game? Your boy, I mean, you're young. Are you 20 yet? I'll be 20 in March. 20 in March. Okay, so okay. you're 19 years old. 19. So I mean, come here and. 20 no 20 19 days we're gonna we're gonna be the same age so what's what's gus balos endgame where <laughs> where does where oh, do man. the roads lead man where where do you want to go for yeah i i think it, it i think it's gonna be obviously time will tell obviously what happens with that but 
I think any opportunity that I get is um, I'm going to, you know, definitely look, cherish it and enjoy it. Um, I think, it, it again, this part of the, this industry is continuing to grow and continuing to learn. And I think that's really important um, for any broadcaster in any profession. Uh, continuing to grow and continuing to learn throughout all the experiences that you get is a really good thing. Um, so for me, I think, uh, you know, I, I would love to be broadcasting for, you know, a college maybe or a sports team or you know ESPN or you know obviously that's the goal right you want to get to the big stage but again Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of patience too you know there's a lot of people who are very talented and there's a lot of people who want those jobs and it's you know you have to really fight and you have to really work hard to get there and I think that's going to be the biggest thing for for me is just to keep working hard but again I think any any broadcaster would say that same thing just keep working at your craft keep getting more games in more games the better practice and keep building. Uh, and then once you get to a certain point, then where does that take you? You know, where does that take you from there? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't, I think the answer is, I, it's, it's to your question, I think the short answer is I'm not sure yet. I think it determines what exactly would happen. But I think any, getting to broadcast any kind of professional or college game or any, or even high schools or anything like that is a, is, would be really cool. And that's exactly, like, that's how exactly how I answer. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I like, I love sports writing with the Kansan and, I love doing the playmaker stuff, and I love yelling at people, especially Blake Sevenberg and on Take a Side. Um, and you know, I love the aspect of writing the script and producing packages and stuff like that. And like, I mean, it's just it's so hard to narrow down to one thing and focus it on is. one thing, especially when, especially when you know you're here and all these opportunities have been you know are right in front of you, and it's not it's not rocket science to join a show. And it like, I mean, there's so much fun, and you get to meet so many so many good people. That I mean, I will. I mean, I'm going to continue this, obviously, but like getting to know the people that I've known who were we were complete strangers. Like I had never talked to Chad Cushing before getting getting into college. Never talked to you know you know Namdi, you know Emily Baldwin, you know Sydney Clark. Like that group, I had never talked to any of them, not once before getting to getting to college. And now we're you know we hang out all the time. We have the we're doing a little watch party tomorrow for Kansas volleyball, which I'm telling you right now. I think, I think what they've done is just incredible. And it I is. Think yeah, they've they've gone on a great run. I, I think it's I think it's a really uh, what they've been able to do. I was at the press conference. I believe this will air after that match tomorrow. I believe. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but overall, but I think regardless if you know what happens tomorrow, I think what they've been able to do for a pretty young group is pretty is pretty impressive. Um, they have a lot of very good players who are. Uh, very athletic, and they have a lot of talent. So that this should be interesting to, tomorrow against Pitt. I think Pitt's a very good team. I think you know Kansas, I, but I think Kansas can make a run depending on I, you know. I think again, offense will be key for them if they can continue the way they've been playing offensively. I think that'd be huge. But I, it should be a lot of fun. But you talk about like meeting people like as someone from Massachusetts. Like I never met like. You know, like Blake and Maya and all the and Blake Sundberg and Maya Peterson, everyone yeah. who I've been able to meet, I didn't know them until I came to college. Like right. you know, I I came here and I the only person I knew was my roommate and I were my roommates and I and I didn't really even talk to them much. In, I didn't see them in person until August uh, yeah. twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and and it was and honestly, to tell you the truth, I you know I think there was points in times where I wasn't sure the year I came, if I was going to be able to come out just because of COVID and just because of everything going on, I yeah. was contemplating not coming out. And I'm very glad I did because I've met some amazing friends throughout the, along the way. 
Um, but it's it's a really it's a special group. Like the the friends that I've made, the friendships that we've been able to build, also putting together some pretty good content. We we put we put a lot of really good content together, and mm-hmm. we've done a lot of really cool things over the last. Well, it's been a year about a year now. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I think it's been really cool to watch everyone continue to grow, and it's been awesome. So I I really enjoy it, and um, you know I. I definitely, uh, you know, the friendships I, that I've made, and I think you would say the same thing, have been have been really cool. I think especially we're here at the right time because, I mean, with our new AD, Travis Goff, I mean, mm-hmm. we've got football trending up. We've got, ba- I mean, basketball is always going to be, you know, top 10, top 5 in the country like they always are. We have volleyball trending up. Women's soccer has had some great upsets this year, and they're trending up. We have all these sports that are trending up and have been coming. And women's basketball right now is like, what, 7-1 and one or whatever they are? It's, I mean, we are, as a program and as the Kansas Jayhawks, not just basketball, not just football, not just whatever, it's all trending upwards, and it's, a, it's great to be a part of that. And the people around here and the people of Lawrence, they know that, and they can feel that. And I think that's something that's really special because, I mean, even on – like I, you know, it's Kansas football. It's never you're never really gonna pack the forty two thousand stadium seat stadium, but they have pretty pretty much. I mean, it wasn't like for the Oklahoma game. By the time the fourth quarter was there, it was the it's the loudest I've ever heard it. And the game after that, I can't remember who we played, but like people are sh- showing up and people care yeah. and people are sensing a, a turning of tides where not just basketball, but everybody else around them is starting to trend upwards. And I think that's really, it's a really great thing to be a part of, especially at a young age like you and I are. I think it's, I think it's very special and I think we're very blessed to be a part of that. Yeah. And I, no, I agree. And I think it's anytime you're, you, and that's one of the reasons why I want to come out to a place like Kansas, because athletics are such at a high level. I mean, you know, you go to any big 12, big 10 school, I mean that that's one of the reasons that drew me here was just the athletic culture is so high and people really care the fans really care I mean again to be around a a fan base that is pretty passionate I mean you know you're not Kansas fans are definitely the some of the more passionate fans I've ever met for sure no mm-hmm. question um mm-hmm. and you come across a lot of really you know unique people that are you know nice and welcoming but again are very passionate for their school and for their fans and you going to, again, like I said, I mean, you go to a lot of schools, it's, it's that same way. It's that same kind of, you know, vibe. It's that same energy. Right. And, and that's a really big thing. So I, it's really, it's cool. I, I've really enjoyed that aspect of, of that Midwest uh, vibe in terms of just the excitement around athletics, the excitement around a bunch of stuff. That's been really cool. So we got to end in traditional wave the weave fashion. Okay. And so um, it's gotta, it's gotta get to a point at some point where they, people come with their, get with their, venues already but <laughs> professional venue that you have not been to that you want to go to wow this is a tough question because i think there's a lot of places i've always wanted to go to um and a college venue but we so we'll start you with starting professional venue first do whatever you want all right I'll, your episode we'll, dude i don't care we'll, we'll start pro- <laughs> <laughs> we'll start professional uh okay you know i think for me um oh man this is tough i mean i've always wanted to go to a game Oh man, this is hard. I mean, I've always i've I've traveled to quite a bit of baseball stadiums, um, so I've been able to go to a lot of baseball stadiums. I think in terms of professional, probably definitely some football ones. Uh, I've I've been to uh, obviously Gillette Stadium where I, I'm from. I've been to Arrowhead once, um, mm-hmm. but 
But I think in terms of a, you know, I felt like for some reason I've always wanted to go to like Seattle and check out that part of the country and go to like the Northwest. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to check out like, uh, you know, the the Seahawks and and their and their stadium. I don't know. I can't remember their stadium. Lumenfield. Lumenfield. That's, That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I I've owned it. I I think their fans are very loud and they're they're passionate. So I I think that going out there would be really cool. Um, you know, obviously you go to any, you know, I think in terms of professional, I would say, honestly, that I, I think that would be a really cool place to go watch a game. Seattle does sound like it's just sound fun. I will, I will not lie. I've had a couple friends who are Seahawks fans and they've been to it and they say they, they give me the same response every time. You know, it's fun. It's loud. And it's just like, they kind of live a different life up there in the, that part of the country. And yeah. And it's, it's really cool. I guess. And in college, um, you know, there's a lot of, I think for college basketball wise, um, for me personally, uh, the carrier dome kind of, you know, is a, is a part of me because, uh, my brother obviously goes there and I've, and I've always wanted to go to a game at the carrier dome for a long time. You've never been to one? No, I've never been to a game at Syracuse and that, oh, yeah, it's okay. kind of crazy that I haven't been just because I, uh, you know, obviously, my parents went there, and my brother's there now. Uh, but you know, pro- definitely a basketball game there at at some point. Um, I think really any any kind of you know really cool you know college vibe. I mean, I think any you know any place like that's been any place like the Carrier Dome is pretty is pretty cool. And uh, you know, maybe even down south, like you know, I've always wanted to go to a football game and you know Alabama and and check out you know that kind of atmosphere or Georgia or SEC. Arkansas. Yeah, check out the SEC. Yep. And check out what they're kind of all about, and I think that's been really cool. So I th- I would say that's those are my stadiums. That would be my that that would be my pick for college would be Death Valley at night for yeah. LSU. I want to go to an, a night game at LSU. It can't be a day game. It's got to be a night <laughs> game. Um. Man, I don't even—I don't even ever think I've answered my own question, but I'm gonna do it now since I already gave half of it. Professional venue, man. Um, I would probably say either—I know you're gonna like this answer, but I'd probably say a, the Celtics at Boston Garden. Yeah, I would love to go to the Garden. I have not been yet. Um, or, man, I—it's such a—it's such a basic answer, but I am a very huge Rams fan, and I really want to go to SoFi Stadium. <laughs> I have not been yet. It looks so cool. I want to go so bad. So probably, I'd probably throw those two on there. But the Garden is like your your classic answer because you know it's it's the Garden. Like it's you know the seventeen championships and the Bruins banners and I forget who else plays there. But there's got to yeah, be somebody it's, else. It's Celtics and the Bruins. Those are the two that play there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've been I've been fortunate enough to go to some to go to some games at the Garden, and you know, I've I always love going to games there. I was I was able to go to a a Bruins playoff game this year. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I got back from college, I was able to go with a friend of mine, and um, that was really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that yeah, Boston Garden's always great. I, I always love going to games there. Like I mean, like the Garden's got history to it, and oh yeah, the same thing with I mean. Same thing about the Staples Center, which no one has. Well, I can't. Crypt, crypto.com Arena, whatever it is now. But because they just took the letters off the building now. I yeah. saw that yesterday or two, a couple days ago. But that's another one where it's like, you know, you got, all the, you got the Lakers championship banners and the Clippers play there and the Kings play there. And it's like all, all sorts of good stuff at the Staples Center. But, man, this has been a really fun conversation. I'm really glad I had you on. I was like, I was like man, when I, what, like, it's another one of those guests where it's like, 
when I have it, like what, once I got this, you know, this podcast and this platform, I had like an immediate list, um, like, you know, Jackson, Bezdak, Blake Sevenbergen. <laughs> that episode is just so, that episode's all over the place. But, you know, like you have to be on, there's some, there's some people I still need to get on here and, you know, I still have the back half of the, the um, school year to do it and well, I'm sure I'll keep this going, but Gus, really appreciate you coming on, man. This has been a ton of fun. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, like I said, be sure to catch us at canton.com slash sports. We have Andrew Lynn and Abby Lord right now in Pittsburgh for the Pitt versus Kansas Sweet 16 matchup. I'm sure you're going to hear from them. I was just in Omaha. Jordan Ziegler was just in Omaha. So we have a ton of good stuff um, coming out with that. So, and that's all, that's all about all we have. And so, as always, we will see you next Friday and take care.